Hi, this is Leslin from Try This at Home. Thankfully, the days of horse whipping and spanking bare butts is past. Frankly, it's probably downright illegal in most places. How then are we to discipline children effectively? Today, we're sharing some personal experience and a little professional guidance on a topic that frustrates a lot of parents. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and listen in. When your day goes south or your relationship gets salty, you need tools that will turn it around with decades of experience and a variety of perspectives between them. Leslie Sleesman and Leslin Kantner bring you tips and tricks for solving problems, increasing happiness, and creating your best life. Together, they're sharing ideas you can take home and try. Each week, their discussion will zero in on one idea, one technique, or one activity that has the potential to make your life a little better. And now, here is Leslie and Leslin with Try This at Home. Hey, Leslie. Hello, Leslin. How are you? Good. Good. No, I mean, I love this fall weather we're having. I know. I love it, too. I can't believe that we are, let's see, one episode away from taking our little break. I know this with today and next week, and then we are off. We're on hiatus until January. Yes, we need some time to recuperate and re, re I don't know, re-energize ourselves. Re-energize, yeah. and we have a lot of we actually have a lot of great thoughts about going forward next year, and we're going to do some giveaways next year, and um, we're going to do some favorite products. Yeah. that hopefully will excite you guys. So we have a lot of really cool ideas. We will be working on those um, over our break, but feel free, of course, to listen to or catch up on all the old episodes you missed. Yeah. So we're talking about disciplining kids today. We are. Yeah. I think the most challenging thing about disciplining children is that I have three different kids who need to be disciplined in three different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you ever hear, well, that's not fair. Oh, <laughs> daily. <laughs> yeah. So-and-so didn't, you know, or so-and-so got this or, you know, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I can remember with, well, first of all, my son was almost impossible. He, nothing really motivated him. You could take away the GameCube. You could take away, you could ground him. He was, I swear to God, he was happy laying flat out on his bed, staring at the ceiling. He could he could do that yeah for hours on end. That's how Henry is. Like if I discipline, you know, I can put him in timeout, and that really doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I can take things away, and then he'll he's very creative, mm-hmm. and so it's sort of a double edged sword because I'm like kind of pissed at him for whatever he did, and then I'm like, that's it, no more you know electronics, and I'll take that away, and then he's like, all right, and I'll go upstairs exactly. and start doing something else, and I'm like. <laughs> And then he makes this like really amazing thing out of Legos or he'll draw something or create something. And half of me is like so freaking annoyed that the punishment didn't really work. Yeah. And the other half of me is like, damn, look at that awesome thing he made. Yeah. <laughs> it's very infuriating. Well, and if you think about it, the whole essence behind discipline and consequent negative consequences is that the, there's supposed to be some pain associated yeah. for the infraction right i mean if you even think of our penal system yeah you're supposed to go to jail right where it's 
where there's no um, autonomy, Freedom, where freedoms, yeah. and yet there are some people who come out of jail and say, "Oh my God, life is better in jail." Yeah, yeah. because yeah, they had yeah. three meals a day. Right. They had heat. They had air conditioning, yeah. color TV, cable. <laughs> You're like, this is supposed to be behavior modification, right? Like, geez. <laughs> and if it doesn't modif- modify your behavior, then what the heck is the punishment? Yeah. So. Um, I'll recap and then I want to hear how your kids responded. Okay. So I have one child, my youngest, Owen, who if you even so much as threaten him with any sort of punishment, whether it's, you know, do you want to spank or do you, you know, do you want to go in timeout or do you want me to take that away? Any sort of threat at all scares him straight. Mm. He's like, gets right back in line. Mm -hmm. And then I have Paige who really doesn't often need correction Mm -hmm. or punishment um but when she does it's usually because she's acting a crazy fool and is like needs to go completely reset herself Mm -hmm. um and so taking away stuff doesn't really work but like taking away like activities or time Mm -hmm. really messes with her Mm -hmm. and then as we mentioned henry who is um uh, undisciplinable is that a word <laughs> sure okay so we're 10 years in on that kid and i still don't know what works so there you go <laughs> if and, someone knows please let me know <laughs> and really i think that there are lots of kids who keep us guessing you know if i think all the way back to when my kids were really little i was a hand slapper yeah like if they were touching something they shouldn't have been or um, I was a swat on the butt. Yep. Same. Yep. Um, until probably the year 2000 uh-huh. when they were in school and they were able to come home and tell me they were going to call CPS on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I will say even like the swat on the butt, like again with Owen, extremely effective. Mm. With Henry, he'd be like, "Oh, you, you want, here's my butt." He like, let, let me let me stick it out for you, so you can, you know, just swat it. Yeah. Like it just completely doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. Like, it, it, there's there's that you have to contend with. It's true, and I can remember it that Frank, when he was little, <clears throat> I woke up one morning, and he was gone. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't in the house. He wasn't in his bed. He wasn't in the playroom. He was not in the house. How old was he? I want to say he was four. Oh man. And I panicked, of course. Yeah. And it was just the two of us. His dad died when he was a baby. And I look I happened to look out in the backyard and there he is on the very top bar of the swing set in his underwear, <laughs> his little white skivvies. <laughs> and I went out there you know, I was, I mean, I was happy that I found him, but yeah. I was mad that oh, yeah. he had kind of disappeared. So right. I spanked him right, almost all the way into the house. Right. And he turned around and he goes, you know, that doesn't hurt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, him and Henry. That <clears throat> much. Oh, I, that so I got a wooden spoon <laughs> and that hurt. <laughs> but you can't really do that anymore. And I can't certainly as a mental health professional <laughs> today endorse that. Right. Um. Although it worked on him. <laughs> yeah, it, it does work on some kids. I know some people are, have, feel very passionately about that topic. but it, And truly, you know, I mean, 
burning witches at the stake worked and we wouldn't do that today too. right so, exactly you know I, I think we have to be careful of saying sure. that it worked but well and there there is a fine line and, and this is one of those things where you can't equate all of that into yeah. the same category that's right. i mean swatting someone on the butt is quite different than like actual physical yeah. abuse i, I mean, mean when i was just... yeah when i was a kid they literally would pull your pants down right. lay you across the lap right right and hit you with a belt right right or um what do they call it the switch from the tree yes my mother yeah, yeah. would give us a pair of gardening shears and say go get me a lilac switch <laughs> And we did it. That's what was so crazy is we would do it. Right. Like, you know, why am I doing this? Oh, my gosh. Anyway, it's a mental it, game at that point. It is a mental game. <laughs> so in lieu of beating your children, we there are other ways to discipline that are effective. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. It's different for each kid. A timeout might work for one. Grounding might work for another. Um, hard you know, outdoor raking labor would right. might Hard work labor. for yeah. might work for another. Yep. Appropriate, by the way, yep. labor yep. for the other. And for timeouts, the experts say a minute per age. Right. Yep. Right. So if you're although if you're ten, ten minutes doesn't seem like very no. much of a timeout. Um at ten we usually do thirty minutes. Like because part of that is like for his sake. Mm -hmm. You know, he needs a chance to like cool down before he gets himself into more trouble mm -hmm. truthfully because i don't know if frank was like this but like he doesn't stop <laughs> he doesn't know when to stop <laughs> yeah i'm trying to think uh, frank didn't get mouthy with me the way the girls did oh, okay yeah. um and even then i was one of those parents who demanded respect from the get-go yes yeah. it was it was a deal breaker for me <laughs> um i watched when I was growing up, I watched my sisters become very disrespectful to my mother, uh -huh. to our mother. Yeah. And I was adamant that that was not going to happen to me. I was a good kid. You know what I was afraid of? Right. Disappointing my parents. Oh, okay. Yeah. That is, that is like a form of um, like punishment is to feel that disappointment. <clears throat> yeah. And I swear it's emotional. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's, it, you know, not that it was emotional deprivation. Like my parents didn't give me the silent treatment. Yeah. But my, all my dad had to do was silently say, I'm disappointed. Yeah. And I was devastated. Yeah. My youngest daughter tells me that she felt the same way about me, that, that my approval was the thing that she needed. And if I withheld my approval, then that was punishment. I don't know that I ever did that on purpose, nor do I really think that that's an effective way because right. I, I see today the the emotional consequences of that, never feeling right. good enough, blah, with blah, blah, clients, blah. Yeah, mean, with yeah. clients. Yeah, with um, clients. But it's, if my dad said, I'm disappointed, I would move heaven and earth to fix it. Yeah. I think that's how Paige is. Like Paige is a peacemaker. Mm -hmm. And so um, I don't know. I could see this like I could see her totally becoming like having the people pleasing issue that I do. Mm -hmm. If she she's very good at sensing when things are wrong. Mm -hmm. So like if her and also she's she's not stupid. She's trying to like 
swoop in and be the angel when her brothers are being terrible mm-hmm. because she knows that it makes herself look good by comparison. Mm-hmm. But she definitely wants to smooth things over and everyone happy. Mm-hmm. And she wants everyone to be happy. Mm-hmm. And that's that's hard to discipline too. Well, you that. don't need to really often, you know, no. because they, like you say, they don't do a ton of things no. wrong. No, she doesn't. Um, I think that there's, you know, each child is different and then each infraction is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know, is it the first time? Is it right. the 10th time? <laughs> and then I have to say, why is there a 10th time? What's, where, what's the... What do you do when there's a 110th time? <laughs> I think we're there with some things in my house. So... The reason that there's a hundred and ten thing, the hundred and tenth time or a tenth time, is because there wasn't an effective discipline yeah. the first time, right? Um, and we can kind of go back to the conversation we had last week about consistency in this regard. Right. When kids are doing something the tenth time, then they don't believe you. Right. It's just pure and simple. Yeah. Okay. Or not... they're just absolutely defiant. I'm gonna say they don't believe you. With that, mm-hmm. with the punishment, you mean? Mm-hmm. Um, th- they don't believe that you're going to follow through on a harsh enough punishment. Yeah. Um, if it, I, I'm going to go back to if it doesn't hurt, <laughs> then it's going to keep doing. You know, I, I have a bad hip. I haven't done anything about it because it doesn't hurt bad, bad enough. enough. <laughs> yeah. And that's true. I mean, that's a psychological response of human. it's a human response right yeah in order to stop it it has to hurt enough or you have to be rewarded in such a way that it makes stopping worthwhile yeah for us the the thing that is the most effective that we've discovered um henry's love language is gifts he Mm -hmm. likes Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. and so taking away the possibility of getting something that he wants, like the next thing that he's wanting, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. taking that possibility away is the most effective, Mm -hmm. but only in the short term. Interesting. Because his interests and his wants change so quickly Mm -hmm. that, okay, well, she said I can't get that. Okay, I'll want this instead. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's just, Mm -hmm. he's just a very difficult child to discipline. Mm -hmm. And he's mostly good. I mean, the stuff Thank God he's only 11. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, 10, but the most, the most, like, it's all pretty dumb stuff. Like, he's not doing anything really terrible. I mean, he's a straight A student. He's a little mouthy. He's a slob. Mm -hmm. Um, But those are, you know. The, the stakes are still relatively low at this point, but we, we're on him like white on rice, but he is just a tough kid. And, you know, you bring up a good point. I think as parents, we need to pick our battles. Yes. Right? Yes. For for most of my children's lives, I was a single mom. And because because Frank's dad had passed away and I was a single mom for the first five years of his life or the five years of his life in that early right. time. I knew very, very early as a mother that I couldn't do it all. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't going to be able to pay attention to absolutely everything. I wasn't going to be able to follow through on everything. And so I knew that I needed to prioritize a couple of things. Respect was one. Sure. I was not going to tolerate disrespect. Yeah. And, and I stayed consistent with that throughout the course of my children's lives. 90 
I'll say 98 percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, there were a couple of times when they might have gotten away with something. Well, nobody's perfect. <laughs> not even. <laughs> nope. Not nobody's perfect. Um, the other thing that was important to me was bedtime, because mm -hmm. I I needed my time as much yeah. as they needed their time. Yeah. You know, I've known parents who have who don't have that priority, which is fine for them. Yeah. But it never would have worked in my come hell or high water if I had to sit on the kid in his bed they were going <laughs> to stay in bed <laughs> and you know there are other families where that's not a priority and it's okay it's just that was my thing yeah so it was respect it was bedtime and it was education mm -hmm. and they knew that my expectation was for them to get an education because I believe that education is the key to your freedom yeah yeah you know and it doesn't I don't care if you go to college but you need to be educated in yeah. something. Sure. You know, yeah. you either need to be an electrician, a plumber, a, um, a tree, you know, somebody. I, you have to have an education and a way to support yourself because that goes right. back to what we talked about last week in terms of yeah. responsibility and being able to sustain. Well, not only that, like, it's it's fun, hopefully. Like, ho I mean, you do something that you love to do. I do something that I love to do. Uh, work gets a bad rap sometimes. And you know, not everyone is going to love their job 100% of the time, but there's, yes. there's, there's fun to be had in that. If, yeah, there is. And I'm, and maybe that's why I made education such a priority because so many people don't love their jobs. Yeah. And they don't yeah. have a choice. Right. You know, because they didn't get the education. Right. Um, and I, and, you know, for, for my son, it doesn't matter what his degree was in. He had a history degree. He's a logistics expert today. Right. You know, I mean, one doesn't have anything to do with the other. But because he had that history degree, yeah. he had opportunities right. to do other things. And then he kind of just fell into the thing that he really loves to do. Yeah. yeah I think it's great that, I don't know, people have something. Yeah. So it, my, I guess going back to the idea of discipline, Right. right? Choosing the things that are a priority for you and then being consistent on those things. Right. My kids got away with a lot of things that might be priorities for other people. Mm -hmm. I didn't discipline them, but right. I did always discipline them on the things that were a priority to me. I have found uh, over the years that it is increasingly... Um, people, people comment to me a lot because I discipline my children in public. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so what that looks like is when they were little, little, um, we would find the nearest corner at the grocery store and you'd be standing there in timeout in the chip aisle. And we'd all be sitting there standing, waiting, smiling at all the people that walk by because they needed a timeout. It's like, cause when they're little, it's kind of like, you know, this is maybe a terrible example, but you know, you got the dog pees. You got to immediately rub their nose in it. You can't like wait an hour and then do it because they forget they did it so okay. I, you know right like i couldn't like say okay when we get home you're getting a timeout because at a two or three year old that doesn't really work like mm -hmm. they've long forgotten mm -hmm. what they did um and just uh this week actually i was at the container store and the boys were just horsing around they were being a little rowdy but there was an older woman who was at the checkout counter and i could tell that she was like real nervous about it mm -hmm. and i'm immune at this point they they were being a little annoying, but it's nothing that I would have freaked out over. Um, and I said, 
I said, you guys are really not going to behave like this in the store. I said, go outside and wait for me. Find a bench and sit outside somewhere. I'll come get you. And so I finish and she's like, you know, nobody disciplines their kids anymore. I can't believe you sent them outside. And I'm like, well, I'm thinking, well, lady, I was all over your face. You were like freaking out about it. She's like, people would have just let them knock things over. Like, well, she was, well, she was complimenting you, I guess. She was. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, yeah. was complimenting me, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but then, you know, simultaneously, there's people who would probably shame me for sending my children outside mm-hmm. of a store to sit on the big bad bench in the big bad world without me supervising <laughs> them. I mean, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't, right? Yeah, you know, there's an, there's a certain element of that. You know, and I have to say, when you and I first met, you would come into Harlan's shop. Yes. And often you would have your children. Yeah. And they were, and still are, so well-behaved. <laughs> um, so I I really admire that you take that stance. Yeah. Uh, I believe that when we, when we would go to the store, when I would go to the store with my kids, they had to hold their hands. Oh, right. Or together. Put, put yeah. their own hands together. Yes, least. put their yeah. own hands together. Yeah. Or they had to put their hands in their, po- in their pockets. Right. I would not let them touch things yeah. in the store, just randomly touch things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or, and they had to hold on to the cart. They couldn't run up and down the aisles, right. you know. <laughs> um, but I know that that's a, a, a leftover from my upbringing. I can well, rem- but I think it goes back to the respect a little bit too. Like I, I tell my I tell my children, you don't touch that because that is someone else's future belonging. That's right. We don't own it. The store owns it right now, but it's going to be someone else's. Don't touch someone else's stuff. Yeah, that's a really good. That's a really good point. Yeah. Um, I remember many, many, many years ago, we had just built a new house, and we had somebody knock on the door, and they said we're considering building a house. Um, we'd like, you know, would you mind talking to us? And so yeah. we let them come in and they were in there long enough that they're like, you know, our boys are in the car and we said, we'll bring them in, you know, yeah. they can sit on the couch. I just yeah. don't want them in the car, right? but they didn't sit on the couch. And from our foyer, kind of like at your house, she could run through the dining room and then the kitchen yeah. and then the like the hall there's like a loop right you can literally run in circles yep yep and i am telling you two of these of those boys as if they were wild west indians (laughs) ran in around in a circle and the parents did nothing yeah yeah they were in some stranger's house and the parents did nothing and finally my ex-husband he just at the top of his lungs went whoa <laughs> and everybody's eyes got really big and everybody stopped and the kids got this little jamira look on their All face right. um the people left soon after that and we were never friends no um they did i think build a house in our neighborhood but um we were pleasant you know but it was a very obvious difference in parenting styles and right. um i think <laughs> it, it was just it was very different I have a friend who um, f- actively tried not to use the word no with her children, mm-hmm. which, like, I almost can't even, like, get that to sink into my brain mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's, like, I mean, I, I say no constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did when they were little, and I, you know, I don't know. It- I respect, and I, and I want to make it really clear, that I respect the variations in 
discipline and philosophies because I know um, lots of people who don't, who try not to use the word no as the way that I would have, right? I mean, I right. used it all the time too. I think yeah. you and I are yeah, probably yeah. a little similar that yeah. way. Yeah. And yet, so as much as respect as I have, there are, there are times, my mother used to say, as your mom, there are times, or there might be times in your life where I have to say, run, right? and we don't have time to sit there and have a freaking logical conversation about Correct. why I'm asking you to run. Yes, yes. That there are some times when a parent has to have that authority right. that comes with no, or stop, right? Or don't, right? You know, yep. And I and maybe there's an element of learning that as you go through. But certainly, if you're playing ball in the middle of the street, and all of a sudden I see something that you don't, and I say run, and you don't, your life could be in danger. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I discipline. It, there's lots and lots of options, but I think I wanted to just touch on the fact that there are some really dysfunctional discipline. Oh, yeah, I bet. Let's get into that. What do you think is the most dysfunctional? So harsh, right? Mm -hmm. Very harsh. Um, verbal criticism mm -hmm. is emotionally destructive. Mm -hmm. um, whenever you, and we know this logically, I know that most of us know this, we would never let the teachers or the educators that our children have call them stupid brats. Right, right. Right? Mm -hmm. So if they come home and they're hearing you're just a stupid brat. Yeah. That's abusive. Yeah. Right? When I, I've told Henry before that um, something that he did was a really, he made a really a stupid choice. And and he, of course, I, you know, I never called him stupid. Mm -hmm. I called the choice stupid. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you, you think I'm stupid? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, No. I think you're very smart. I know you're very smart, but you did not make a very smart choice. There's a difference. The choice you made is different than the person you are. And, you know, so he, he did. It was really stupid, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and there's really no other. I mean, I'm not a very sugar coating mm -hmm. type of parent. Mm -hmm. So I just called it like I saw it. But I was very clear to make sure that he even though he didn't immediately see it, I was very clear in defining the difference between his action and himself. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's that's really important. I I think it's, again, because we can't <laughs> control how people internalize what we're yes. saying, right? Yes. It's critical to make that distinction. Right. And I would even go so far as to say, if we can shift away from the negative judgment words mm -hmm. um, like stupid or dumb or um, ridiculous or, you know, we can yeah. say that was a smart choice or you can right. say, I'm not sure that was a smart choice, right? right? Yeah. It's a better approach emotionally right. um, and it leaves less room for internalizing, mm -hmm. although... Again, no guarantees. There's <laughs> right. you said I wasn't smart. Okay, right. well, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's one the um, the verbal criticism, the verbal yeah. contempt. The second is um, punishments that don't match the crime. So, yes. for example, when I was growing up, 
um, one of my friends, their parents caught them smoking in their room. Yeah. And they were grounded for one year. For smoking. For smoking. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, not for stealing, not for, I mean, they, for smoking in their room. Now, it was a big deal back in the day, right? Yeah. And I guess it's kind of like vaping today. Right. Um, but that was a very destructive punishment. Yeah. The um, My friend was socially isolated through a very socially important time in their lives. Sure. You know, high school yeah. Is, yeah. is huge from a social perspective. And they became kind of a piranha. It, it did not have a very good ending. I don't believe that that person um, really had a very successful life. Yeah, but, that's terrible. Yeah, it really was. It was very unfortunate. And it reminds me of the, the things that we see that are abuse cases now where kids are handcuffed to their beds. Right. Yeah. Or they live in filth. You know, being able to say, well, you're not allowed to take a shower. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that, you know. Yeah, I always try to, you know, I always try to make it a painful punishment, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. uh, So this morning, um, I was in my son's room, and actually, I'm not going to be able to follow through with this. This is is a good example. Um, So I was in my son's room, and he had a like granola bar that Mm -hmm. he had taken upstairs. The rule is, we got new carpet in our house two years ago, so I'm still a little crazy about the no eating in the rooms with carpet mm-hmm. you have to eat in the sure, kitchen sure um and i don't think that's an insane rule like carpet or no carpet i think that's a pretty common thing you don't eat it anywhere other than the kitchen or yeah. the dining room and so he has this granola bar open not eaten nibbled on broken apart laying half on the carpet and half on like his nightstand the bottom mm-hmm. shelf of his nightstand mm-hmm. So I went in there, we're leaving today, mm-hmm. and I, to go travel for a little bit, and I went in there today and I saw it, and I was like, <sighs> so I clean it up, because, you know, there's going to be ants, like, there's ants. Or there's mice, this, or whatever, yeah. yeah there's just, course. we have ants that mm-hmm. come in all the time for very small things, so got to keep it up off the floor. So normally, if we weren't leaving today, he's not going to be able to receive this punishment because we're not going to be there. But um, he would have to vacuum the whole house. Mm. I think that's a pretty, that's a a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a punishment that fits the crime. Mm-hmm. You're going to leave crumbs on the floor, you get to vacuum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not just your room. But No, that's, I know. actually think that's a really, that's a really good idea. Yeah. I, I can remember once... I was cleaning out a closet down in the basement and there was a water bottle behind the bookcase in a closet. So I, like I had this shelf, it wasn't a bookcase, it was a shelf, I had a shelf in the closet and it was like a game closet, right? Yeah. And I pick up the water bottle, which doesn't have a label on it and I open it and it wasn't water. It was vodka. (laughs) Right. And I had a pretty sneaking suspicion as to which child <laughs> right. owned that vodka bottle. <laughs> and I took it upstairs and I woke her up and I said, I brought you breakfast. Oh, yeah. And I was going to make her drink it, which yeah. because she was underage is probably illegal. <laughs> but it, she didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, she didn't drink it. But as a matter of fact, she didn't own up to it. She told me she blamed it on one of her friends. Um, ah, yes. But it's, you know, some kids, they're going to be kids. But I I wanted to address something that I thought was really important that you said. And that was the follow through. Yeah. If you make a threat. Yeah. You must 
follow through. Exactly. Right. How many times have I heard, and, and I probably did this too, or I've heard a parent say, if you don't go to bed, Santa's not coming. Oh, that's the dumbest. <laughs> or yeah. if you don't clean up your room, we're not going to Disney World. Right. Or, yeah, you know. You know you're still going to Disney World. <laughs> oh, damn right. You just forked out all that money. Of course you're going. And you're not going to leave your kid yeah. home. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So in my example, there's there's a way for me. I haven't actually talked to him about the granola bar yet. Mm-hmm. Like, so this, this day has been crazy busy. But um, so what's going to happen? We're traveling. So... He is going to be, we're going to make lots of stops today. We're driving. Um, and there's, you know, they eat snacks in the car. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be lots of trash mm-hmm. that needs taken out of the car. We're, we keep our cars really clean. Mm-hmm. Um, so his job for the whole trip mm-hmm. is he is the garbage man mm-hmm. now. He has to take all of the trash from everybody out every time we stop. Yeah. And so normally it would be vacuuming. Mm-hmm. But I, I can make this punishment portable. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and that's And that's the idea, right? Yeah. Um, I had an, another client years and years ago who found out her 16 year old daughter was having sex. Mm-hmm. And so she was never allowed to be alone with friends. She couldn't go to sleepovers. She didn't get grounded, but she couldn't go to sleepovers. She couldn't have sleepovers. If she went to the mall, mom came along. Even with girlfriends. Yep. Even okay. with girlfriends, because apparently there was something about, she said she was at Susie's house, but she wasn't at Susie's house. Okay, right. Susie being a fictitious name. Sure. Um, and I think to myself, there's, there's an, I understand the element of wanting to protect our kids and wanting our kids to make better choices. But we have to be able to do that without creating this long-term emotional detriment. Yeah, you know? sure. I think that's the... That's the piece we have to really be, we have to be careful of. Yeah. And we don't always know, mm-hmm. but that's why creating the, a, a reasonable punishment. And honestly, sometimes I would say to my kids, what do you think should happen? Oh, yeah. And then I would go just a hair above that. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. I, um, that's like when, um, have you ever heard of the thing where like, there's a cookie and there's two kids that want a cookie. And I'm like, okay, well, one of you cuts it right in half and you know there's usually the kids like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna cut this half like way bigger mm-hmm. and then you tell the other kid okay now you get to pick which one you want that's right right yeah. that's right so. yeah it's a little bit like that you yeah. know sometimes you know i i remember my dad came home um once and i had put myself to bed <laughs> and he came upstairs and he goes what's going on and i said well i knew you were gonna punish me so i just went ahead and did it <laughs> I put myself to bed without any dinner, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like I just went to bed because I knew that's what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, sometimes we're just really predictable, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's funny. All right, so what is our Try This at Home for this week? Well, I'm going to suggest that if you have children and you are challenged with discipline, that the very first thing that you look at, and again, it starts with you, yeah. is how consistent are you? Right. Number one. Number two, are you trying to discipline too many things? Are there too many rules? You yeah. know, we really can have too many rules. Sure. Pick three or four things that you and your partner are adamant about and follow through on those things. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge believer in 
what I used to call come to Jesus meetings with my kids. Yes. And I'd say, okay. And it would probably happen once every six months. Yeah. All right, you guys sit down. This isn't working. We have these problems and these problems and I'm frustrated and you're frustrated. So we need to shift things. Here are the rules. Yep. Go yep. through the rules. Here are the consequences. And do not deviate from that. Yeah. We've had those too. And I think sometimes um, one alternative that you can try if you haven't, that is basically exactly what you're saying. Instead of just like punishing, 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 try turning the tables and saying, look, you're my partner in this, right? Like we're in this together. I want this thing for you. How can how can we fix this together? Because what I'm trying just is not working. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what the come to Jesus meetings are about, right? right? It's like, look, this is no longer fun. I I thought parenting was going to be fun. (laughs) I was actually really happy when you were born. And so I'm trying to teach you how to be a responsible person. Good person. And this is not happening. And this, it's not responsible to find out that you're stealing money out of my wallet every week. Yeah. You know, there has to be a consequence. You don't get to grow up and just not follow any rules. That's not the way the world works. Yeah. So here are the house rules. Let's agree on some on some barriers to those rules. Yeah. And listen to what they have to say. If they if they want something like changed a little bit, like let them know that you've heard them and you're going to take what they are saying to you seriously. Yes. Cannot agree with that more. You know, when I do family counseling, a big part of that is teaching the kids how to ask for something respectfully. Mm -hmm. And if you're a kid listening to this, the first thing you want to do is acknowledge mom and dad. I know you love me and I appreciate that. Yeah. I know you're trying to teach me and protect me. I appreciate that. Right. Parents constantly go, oh, I would die to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) And then say... I I am a good person. I do know what I you know what to do about such and such, but I just think this is too rigid. This this rule or this path that you're asking me to walk. That's not who I am. And by the way, this in case um Henry's listening, this this <laughs> I goes, might have to have him listen. <laughs> well, this goes better when you're 14. Yeah. Well, when he, you're yeah. 10, you still have to just listen randomly to yes. mom and dad. Yes. <laughs> um but yeah, definitely have those conversations with your kids, especially your teenagers. Yeah. Great. All right. So that is our discussion for today. I hope that you'll share this with other parents that you know and love or your teens. And as always, we are super grateful that you took the time to listen. Next week will be our final episode of the season and we'll end the season with a full half hour of presenting the best parenting tips that we could assemble from our collective tribes. Yeah, it's exciting. And we hope you'll join us. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out on our website, www.trythisathomepodcast.com, where you can subscribe. And if you're an Apple podcast listener, we would love a review. So this is Leslie and Leslyn, hoping you will try this at home. All perspectives and opinions expressed during this podcast are for educational and informational purposes only. There is no direct or indirect intention to provide psychotherapy or mental health services. If you are seeking counsel for individual circumstances, please consult with a local health professional.